This is Living Lean, the show that teaches you how to apply the science of nutrition and training to sustainably create your leanest, strongest body and build the most confident version of yourself. I'm your host, Jeremiah Bear. Let's get into the show. Yo, welcome back to the show. Today, we have a Q&A. Let's go ahead and get right into it. All right, first question. So, I read your blog about how to set your macros and have mine set, but I never hit my goals, lol. I'm very frustrated because I know I want this. Help. All right, so, um, this is actually a conversation that I have with a lot of my clients. I think that the most important thing to understand here is, I, I phrase this, we have the art of things and we have the science of things like this, all right? So the art is like shit that gets you inspired. So for example, like thinking about the body composition you change. And I know art and science is kind of a weird way to phrase it, but I just like it, okay? <laughs> the science is your systems. So I think a lot of times when we're looking at things like, okay, I want to hit my macros because I want to build this lean body composition. I'm super motivated. Again, that's the art of it. And we only look at the art side of things. We forget this whole side of things where like, okay, what's your systems like? What habits do you have in place daily to make sure you're setting yourself up for success? So for so many people, clients will come in. I know they're super motivated to make progress. I know they know knew in the past like how to set their macros, but they just haven't had the systems in place to set themselves up to be successful. So like this is truly, I believe the biggest reason so many people have to recommit, so many people have to recommit to their fitness every single week is because motivation or like having the fire to change isn't the problem for most people. It's your systems aren't good enough. Like this is something I just had to check myself on recently. I wanted to create more content. I needed to be more productive, but I just don't have time. And then I realized like my calendar is a mess right now. I could be so much more organized than I am right now. The lack of my me not creating more content, reaching more people, isn't that the fire isn't there because it absolutely is. The problem is I'm not organized enough to follow through with that to the level that I want. So this is a common realization with clients also. The problem isn't you just need to be more motivated. It's okay, what systems or what parts of your daily routine right now aren't serving you in reaching your goals? So for example, are you not prepping meals ahead of time? That's a huge one. The reality is for 90% of my clients have to at least prep one to two meals per day. The reality is very, very few of us have time to seven days a week cook at least three meals. That's just a ton of time. Meal prep expedites the process so much. It saves you so much time. So right out of the gate, I would say, are you meal prepping? Um, from there, and really that goes along with planning your week ahead. Okay, what does your week need to look like to hit your macro goals? I have a lot of clients. Well, when you start coaching, you get this sample meal template that really takes you through like, okay, what are your food preferences for protein, carbs, fat? Okay, now here's some good protein, carbs, fats for that most people enjoy for breakfast, similar for lunch and dinner. So plug in the options that you like and right away plug a protein, a carb, a fat and uh, another veggie for lunch and dinner. Plug options you like into each of these. And okay, right away you have three to four different options for meals you could have for 
lunch and dinner. So from there, we can set up like a whole sample week. Like, okay, you create day one, day two, day three, maybe repeat that twice through your week and then Sunday or whatever, three meals of the week, those are where you get a little bit more flexible. Maybe you are ordering takeout, something like that. But planning your week ahead helps a ton. And then planning your day ahead of time. This is something that almost all the clients that start online coaching with me, I hold you accountable for the first couple weeks to literally every single night, taking a screenshot of your MyFitnessPal diary to let me know that you have the next day planned ahead to be within 10 grams of your protein, with uh, 10 grams of your protein and carb goal, excuse me, and five grams of your fat goal or within 100 calories of your overall calorie goal. This, when I have clients do this, your success is pretty much inevitable because you know exactly what you need to eat the next day. So taking it all back to this initial question, the most oftentimes I see this is when people like set their macros and yeah, they're fired up, but they're also kind of just tracking as the day goes along, which very, very rarely is gonna actually lead to a successful day of hitting your macro. So out of the very least, plan your day ahead of time. The easiest way to do this like macro plan the night before. The easiest way to do this is just gonna be, first, choose a protein source for every meal, so whatever you normally like. Let's say you like three meals per day, just to keep it easy. You need 150 grams of protein as your protein goal. So choose three protein sources, one for each meal, or you can choose multiple, but you know you want about 50 grams of protein at each meal. So plan your protein from there, Plug in whatever, and this depends on if you have macro goals or just like a protein and calorie goal like many of my clients do. But from there, let's just say you have just a protein and calorie goal. From there, just plug in literally whatever carb sources you sound, you feel like will go well with your calories. From there, finally, we can plug in some fat sources. Now, I have clients typically plan fat sources last because a lot of times your protein sources will also have fat, think things like eggs, meat. So from there, just fill the rest of your calories with fat. Or even if you do have a macro goal, just follow this exact same process. Hit your protein needs, fill most of your carb needs. I would say like 90% of your carb needs because then maybe some of the fat sources you have, if you have like peanut butter, for example, will also have some carbs, add fat, And then you have your day planned ahead. It's really not that hard, but truly this is the key. So one last time, look at the art versus the science. For most people, there's just something in your daily routine or your weekly routine that's not serving you right now, where you do need to get more structure, you need to plan ahead more, and that will help you hit your macro goals. All right, next question, hold up. Um, Hit all the rage right now but how many times per week should someone really do it? All right, so this is something we talked about a couple times recently on the podcast. Um, For HIIT personally, so when it comes to cardio, basically we have this hierarchy of importance for most clients that I work with want to get leaner, stronger, more confident. So I should say there for body composition, we have this hierarchy of importance. The most foundational level we have nutrition. Building a lean, strong body for most people requires losing losing some fat and building some lean muscle for men and women alike, right? So to lose fat and to build muscle, your nutrition has to be on point. And really nutrition is what most people are missing from this equation. They're just not putting enough focus on their nutrition. So 
First and foremost, your nutrition needs to be dialed in. Before you worry about anything else, focus on that. Next, we have resistance training. Now, again, this is with the caveat that you want to build a lean, strong body. If all you care about is fat loss, you can really just choose a modality of exercise that's most fun, most appealing for you. But the clients that I work with, again, to get lean and strong, you need to also build some lean muscle for men and women alike. So lifting weights is key here. It's going to build a lot more lean muscle, a lot more lean definition, however you want to look at it, a lot more so than cardio. So that's our next part of this hierarchy. Above that, we have your movement outside of the gym. So the reality is when it comes to your metabolism, the calories you burn in a day via exercise are only about 5%, just not that many calories, which is why it's impossible to burn it off. So when we're talking, again, we're talking about this creating fat loss, we have calories in, calories out, right? Not the only thing that matters, but it is the most foundational principle. If you're eating more calories and you're burning, you're not gonna lose fat no matter what. So when we're looking at this equation of calories in, needs to be less than calories out in order to lose fat. If you're just focusing on calories out, aka think things like cardio to try to burn calories, but we know that's a very, very small percentage of the overall calories you burn in the day, again, only about 5% of your metabolism, it doesn't make sense to just focus on cardio. Why not focus on calories in as well? And again, that's why nutrition is so much more important because we can much better control calories in than we can calories out. All right, so... Taking it back to NEAT or your movement outside of the gym, which I would argue I know is more important than cardio. I don't have to argue it. This makes up a much greater proportion of your metabolism. Little things like steps, blinking, fidgeting, just basically all the movement you do outside of the gym, much greater percentage of your overall daily calories are burned there. So next, after making sure your client has your nutrition and your training on point, we want to make sure you're hitting a daily movement goal. From there, again, before we focus on cardio, we're going to focus on sleep. So, so many people, if you're having trouble with your sleep, which I would say 80% of new clients that start with me are not sleeping enough. Many people just aren't making it a priority, only sleeping like five to six hours a night. Or there's a lot we can do with like your bedtime routine, making sure you're not touching your bed until you're actually ready to sleep. So quick tip, if you struggle with sleep, don't lay in bed on your phone, don't read in your bed throughout the day, literally don't touch your bed until you're ready to go to sleep. This will pretty quickly train your brain that your bed is only for sleeping. You'll be able to fall asleep super quickly. Kind of a random tangent there, but that's super helpful advice for most people, so I just wanted to throw it out there. All right, so anyways, we gotta make sure sleep is on point. This is where you recover. You burn a lot of fat when you sleep. If you're undersleeping, your recovery and your fat burning isn't gonna be what it should be. Cortisol levels are gonna be much higher. And your results as a whole are going to be a lot harder. So once we have nutrition, training, we have movement outside of the gym, and we have sleep on point, that's when we start focusing on cardio. And Chaz and I talked about this a bit on the last Q&A, but from here, there's this whole debate, like, should you do HIIT? Should you do low-intensity cardio, which is better? Like all things, my personal take is, it depends. But the most important factor here is that we give you some shit you can stick to long term. <laughs> so if you hate doing 
list. If you hate walking on an incline treadmill for 30 minutes or being on the rower for 20 to 30 minutes, you're probably not going to stick to that long term. So I'm probably, but we know you love hit, then I'm going to prescribe you more hit. I do like the rule of thumb we talked about on that episode of having one low intensity session per every high intensity session, just because hit is a little bit more stressful on the body. And I would say for most people, so most of the clients I tra- I work with, I coach, train three to five times a week. I have a few that train six, but most are going to train three to five times a week. So there, there's no need to, very rarely would I even prescribe three hit sessions. I would say probably two hit sessions, but also how much hit you need to do. If we're talking about hit for fat loss, it's really going to be dependent on how your body is progressing. So typically how this would look, it would be like, okay, we had it. You have all these other factors on point. You didn't want to decrease calories, keep fat loss going. You decided you'd rather add some hit, which is typically an optional layout. Like, okay, would you rather decrease calories here or add some hit or add some cardio? And then we'll talk about what's your cardio preference. But from there, then we'll go into like, okay, we'll see how your body is changing. Again, all my clients take body measurements every single week. We see your weight average from there. Okay. Fat loss is still solved. Okay. Would you like to decrease calories? Maybe we increase protein or maybe we add some more hit. Actually, that said, protein would already be on point by this week. So discard that part, but okay, decrease calories or increase hit. So from there, that's really how we scale. Like, okay, how much of this should we be doing? But generally with cardio, I like to keep it at the minimum effective dose. I feel like once we get past three cardio sessions per week, it just gets to be a lot for most people. And typically things like HIT, I like more in the form of finishers and more low to moderate intensity cardio spread throughout the week. Just because of like a 30 minute session of just HIT is brutal for most people. It's hard to get mentally revved up for it unless you really love that style of training. Again, I like it better in the form of finishers. And I think that question is fully answered. All right, next up, cardio for fat loss. I'm prioritizing strength. Just curious your thoughts. All right, so I feel like I actually answered that super well. But the last question, again, cardio after nutrition, resistance training, movement outside of gym, and sleep, then that's where we focus on cardio is far from the most important thing. But really, that last answer just went super hard on this and finally we have what's your dream meal all right so i really love steak i think anybody that follows me on instagram knows i i just absolutely love steak so my dream meal would have to be just a big ass ribeye um i would probably have sweet potato or maybe a sweet potato with butter on it a lot of sea salt i love pink sea salt or mashed potatoes and gravy. I'm torn on which I would have there. I'd have some Pinot Noir. I'd have some wine on the side. And then for dessert, I would have to have some cheesecake. <laughs> That's because I cheesecake is so crazy calorie dense. It's ridiculous. That, like a piece of cheesecake is like 1200 calories. It's truly the most heartbreaking thing ever because I love cheesecake. But yeah, that'd definitely be, that'd definitely be my dream meal. All right, and that is all we have for today. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Before I let you go, do me one quick favor. 
if you took value from this episode, if you enjoyed this episode, and if you've just been enjoying the podcast as a whole, take a screenshot of this podcast on your phone right now, share it to your Instagram story, and tag me. This helps me, one, connect with you. I really just want to connect with a tribe of people that's listening to this podcast so I can help you out in any way possible. I can answer all your questions, but this also really helps me grow the reach of the show so we can impact more lives together. All right, again, thank you for listening and have an awesome weekend.